Welcome to a special edition of Dungeons and Diapers. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me, as always, is Crofton. How's it going, Crofton? Hey, Ryan. Man, you sound like hell. Oh, me and the family, all week, it's just been one thing after another. Well, I, I really appreciate you being here, Ryan. Uh, I know I know it's tough for you. Oh, no, it's okay. I, I, I'm really keen to hear about uh, about this game, so I, I, I made the time, you know. No, I, I, I hear that. I, I'm looking forward to talking about it. Maybe maybe you could run folks through what we're doing today. Well, you know, because I'm so sick, I, I, I just decided that I couldn't do a full episode. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been a tough week for me. Uh, by law, I've been by. They wanted to, to talk with the family about a couple of things. I know I promised a story last week, but I'm going to have to uh, save it for the next full episode. Yeah, don't don't worry, buddy. Like it's cool. Yeah, no, thanks. But uh, I figure this week I'll, I'll be mostly quiet. I'll listen to you, and you can uh, you can tell me about about this game, Elden Ring. Everybody uh, is is talking about it. I I wasn't able to be on the the gamers in this week, so I couldn't I couldn't hear what Bo had to say about it. But I would love to hear what what you have to say. You know how much I respect your opinion. Uh, no, I, I totally, I totally appreciate that, Ryan. And um, I mean, I'm looking forward to talking about it. So this is not a full episode of Dungeons and Diapers, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, it'll just be you talk about Elden Ring. I'll ask a few questions, you know, and then, then that'll be it. All right, okay. Uh, and we can put this up on the feed. And yeah, l- let me just see if there's anything in the show notes. Uh, Ryan, come on, man! I t- I told you don't don't go talking about the show notes when we're doing the show. It's people can't see them. Well, you know, people could see them. They can go and and read them. And honestly, it's it makes it easier for preparing the write up for the show. Which you know, I I, I think it, there's value to them. I'm I'm not saying there's not value to them, Ryan. I'm just saying that let's you know let's keep the magic alive. You know. Make people think that we're doing this on the fly, that we have zero, you know, zero prep. All right. I mean, I guess you make a good point. You're really smart. Oh, no, buddy. It's cool. You're, you're, you're pretty kind of smart, too. Oh, so um, do you want to ask a question? Do you just want me to talk about the game? Well, like, maybe share what your bona fides are. Like, have you played much Souls games before? Um, I mean, have you? Well, I kind of bounce off them pretty hard. They're not, they are very difficult. And, uh, I don't, I don't like to be challenged too hard, you know? No, no, I, I get that, buddy. They are, they are hard games. But, uh, this one, this one might be for you. Cause you, uh, you like the Breath of the Wild, yeah? Oh, yeah. I, I played a bunch of that. Did you finish it? Well, I played a lot of it. That doesn't sound like you finished it. Well, you know, can you really finish a game like Breath of the Wild? Yes, you can. There is an end game. Well, I'm I'm meaning I, I'm I'm gonna finish it before the the next one comes out. I'm like, all right, you heard it here first, folks. We'll hold you to it, Ryan. Um. Anyway, my bona fides on Souls games is that I never finish them. Uh, but I've played a bunch of them, and I have enjoyed a bunch of them. I actually played the first Demon Souls on PS3. That was my first Souls game, and I did that thing where like 
I couldn't get Dark Souls because I hadn't finished Demon Souls. You know my problem. Hey, you really need to get over that. Um, I I appreciate that, and I'm working on it. But it's like, I just figured if I haven't seen all this game has to offer, why would I essentially play the exact same game or the spiritual successor to it, right? So because I never finished Demon Souls, I never played Dark Souls, and so on and so forth until Bloodborne came out, and that game seemed different enough, so I gave that a try. And I I want to say I got like maybe halfway through Bloodborne, uh, and I en- I enjoyed it. I'm not sure if enjoyed is the right word for something like Bloodborne. I tolerated it, maybe. Um, and, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't finish it. I came back to it at another point and started the game over. Didn't get even as far as the first time. I knew I enjoyed the Souls games, but it, they never, like, clicked perfectly. Uh, and so I didn't play um, any of the Dark Souls, one, two, or three. Bloodborne, Demon Souls are like my two my two major experiences. But that said, I got heavily swayed by the reviews for this one. And I mean, the online discussion, I pulled a Ryan, if you will. I know, I'm like still knee deep in Horizon and these games are so long. Like, I don't know. By the time I get to Elden Ring, everyone's going to have moved on. Um, I, I don't know if Elden Ring's for you, buddy. Honestly, it's like a... It, it, it is a perfect marriage of Breath of the Wild and Demon Souls and, and that type of game, Dark Souls, uh, Souls-like. Like, it's really these two – the elevator pitch is accurate as to what it is. So, I mean, I would say it is absolutely not for everyone. And as I started playing it, I felt like right off that it might not be for me. The The world is very opaque. It's very – they don't tell you a lot and like there's a lot that's been made about the George R.R. R. Martin of it all and him con- contributing to the story and I'm laughing when I say it because there's essentially like no story. Oh, a ring was broken. You got to put together the pieces. You're thrown out into this world. You're called the Tarnished and you're one of this group of people. But bottom line is it's just a reason to send your adventurer off into a fantasy world and explore. And to that end, it's it's sufficient. It's fine. It's whatever. Uh, and the world is very mysterious. Uh, a lot's been made about the fact that there's no icons or, you know, the map is very basic. It just gives you enough to sort of position yourself and figure out where 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 you can explore and where you can go. And you can pretty much go in every direction. And I think that's the crux of why this game works better for me. And it also is why, like, as I play it, I'm liking it more and more. As I explore more of the world, I'm like, I can't believe how much is here, how much handcrafted work that they have done because a lot of open worlds are are based on like random encounters um random events where it feels like everything in this game is is handcrafted um in the same way that it would be in a like a bloodborne or a dark souls or any of those games so i i find that very impressive and it makes me want to play it more and as i play it more i like it more and more and the, I think the main reason I like it more than the other Souls likes I've played is because um, there's not just one path. So if you hit something that sucks, you can walk away and come back to it. And I, I would just say that I am not even at the main first main boss. There's this castle that they signpost early on, like you see it when you come out of the tutorial uh, area. You you know you get a sense that that's where you need to go. And I haven't even 
gone to that castle yet. And I've spoken to Bo and others, and, and they're like, you know, they're through through the castle or or going through it, and it's very much a traditional Dark Souls-esque dungeon with shortcuts and all that. I haven't even got to that. In fact, I went south. After exploring kind of the tutorial area, getting to the castle gates and recognizing that there's a guard there and I didn't want to mess with him or I, I kept getting killed, I went, I went south and I've gone to an area that none of my friends have gone to yet. Uh, and it's cool and it's interesting and, and, uh, I'm exploring new things and there's no real wrong way in which to go. And yes, I've encountered plenty of frustrations, but then either there's a way that I can work around that or I'll just circle back and go away. Like, when, what are the ways around it? You got to fight the bosses, right? Yeah, I mean, yes, you got to fight the bosses, but you can summon, like in previous Souls-like games, you could summon other players into your world, and you can do that in this, um, but you can also just do regular, like, summons of, like, ghost animals or ghost magicians. Like, you get these the summon ability early, and it's actually very possible to miss it, which is, there's a lot in this game that's, like, you could miss. I would totally recommend checking out a guide before you jump too too deep into it. But, um, but yeah, you get the summons early, and they're, like, they allow you sometimes to, to beat easier bosses, with with minimal frustration uh, and because there's a lot of these sub bosses like you go into a little cave there's probably a boss in there they're all like the monster design is out of this world it's always been out of this world in the FromSoft games but the sheer scope is so crazy and when you compare it to breath of the wild you know in breath of the wild how like all the monsters are like they're, they're, they're those what do you there's lionels that are the big ones and then they're the big centaur dudes and then there's a the little blue and red goblins moblins yeah the the moblins yeah like i mean but there's not much else right like in terms of enemy diversity uh you're you're kind of well there's the robots oh yeah i guess there's the like the there's the guardians and all of that but like for the most part there's not a ton of diversity of opponents whereas whereas in elden ring there's so many not just on the bosses but on the the regular enemy level and they're all super well designed so there's a lot of stuff it does better than breath of the wild and i would say like breath of the wild you know that you know you're seeing shrines over and over you're seeing things over and over often you get a sense of what to look for elden ring and again i'm not so far along but it feels like a mystery at every turn and that is an awesome feeling and i mean i i would say that that's a really huge positive of the game comes with the frustration that you got to move really slowly or you're just gonna get owned everywhere like the most benign regular enemy can take you if you're if you're not ready if they get the hop on you or if, if you just miss a swing and like they can everybody's dangerous and so i mean that is that is something you always have to bear in mind when you're navigating the world and i could see that again bouncing people off um if you're looking for a game that's going to welcome you, this is probably not that game, but it's one that rewards you the longer that you play and stick with it. And as long as you just don't commit to the frustration, you go to different things, I think you'll likely have a good time with it. Again, saying that this game um, is really not for everyone. So, I mean, those are my early thoughts, but I do get the impression that this is going to be one that I'm going to put dozens of hours into and that I'll have like we'll be doing episodes and I'll be giving you Elden Ring updates and it's going to be it's going to be a big thing. I'm 
I know I'm not saying that you buy it per se, and you might like it, but I could just see it it being something where the the gaming cycle will pass and move on to something else, and you'll want to move on to that. I'm not necessarily sure you'll ever get to the point where you really in enjoy this the the, the way that it maybe should be enjoyed, like over time, marinated in your misery, so to speak. Um, no, I, I know. I, I pretty much know. Like, Caden's been sick. Abby's been sick. Isabel's been sick. Like, I have so little game time right now that, like, just just Horizon. Like, I'm nowhere near the end, and Josh will, Josh will kill me if I don't, don't finish Horizon. No, oh, I know. I get it, buddy. Um, are you... Uh, are you going to finish Horizon, do you think? I I just said that I was going to finish Horizon. Were you not listening? I, I'm sorry, buddy. You were like talking for like 20 minutes there. I, I literally said one one thing. Look, let's get back to Elden, Elden Ring, Ryan. Sorry. Sorry. I don't mean, but this is why people are listening for Elden Ring, not for, for whatever Horizon or on your PS5 or whatever you have. Like I can run it on my PS4 Pro, Ryan. We were talking before the show about the, about this. He's still shaming me and the fact I don't have a PS5. I wasn't shaming you. I was just saying you could probably get one now. I'm like, all right, right. I get it. Um, back to uh, back to Elden Ring thoughts. Uh, I just think that um, the, the people are going to be coming at this game with with the expectation of these these review scores. Uh, these 10 on 10s, greatest game of all time, or one of them. And I understand why um, the game is good. And I'm into it, but I also see what's wrong with it too. And right now, there's a bunch of stuff um, that is either going to hit hard or not hit. Like, for example, my buddy Bo has not played The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, even though his mom gave it to him for his birthday. Uh, but, uh, he has still not played it. And I partially think that it is due to art style. Bo likes the grim, dark, the, the gritty and all of that. Um, the Warhammer, And, and, um, I think that, uh, that this re resonates much more with him than say a breath of the wild aesthetic is going to resonate. But for me and for most people, the grim, dark, is kind of ugly. Like, honestly, um, a lot of the, while I lavish praise on the monster design and I stand by that, it's kind of a horrific world. You know what to expect from the Dark Souls, Demon Souls-esque graphics. I mean, there's no major revelation here. It's style, but like the grass and all of that sort of stuff, the textures, I mean, for a, for a now this gen game, I mean, there it's fine. It's all right. But I, I know... That there's some vistas you can get nice screenshots of, and obviously you can you can get singular photos that make this game look nice. But I wouldn't say that it is a graphical showcase. And when you're sitting down and you're talking to an NPC, um, and their lips are not even moving or something, or it's like their their face looks like something out of a PS2 game, you may you may find yourself questioning the review scores and why people are so quick to look away at anything that is not perfect, especially on the wake of a game like Horizon that is just like this technical marvel, right? And all like beautiful graphic story scripted to the nines because that's another thing this game has like no story. It, it feels so weird like coming off a story game like Horizon going into this and giving it higher scores and lavishing more praise on it but it does essentially what Zelda does 
Breath of the Wild and that it sets you loose in a world and lets you explore, make your own story and, and figure stuff out for yourself. And I think that it does that very well. Um, I worked at this job once uh, where I had people demo video games uh, and every 11 minutes we would cycle them out. And uh, you could see which games that they would gravitate towards when they when they came in. It was Nintendo 64 era and they would often go to games like Mario Kart or Mario Golf or something that would be an instant fix. They, they, in 11 minutes, they could actually do something and have some fun. And Ocarina of Time was there and nobody touched it. It was almost always empty, even though universally regarded as one of the greatest games of all time. And it's because... You know, in 11 minutes, what are you going to do with that? Like the tutorial, the the everything, it's just you're not going to get too far, right? Like and then somebody would leave it and somebody else would come in in the next 11 minutes and they, you know, they'd still be in the village trying to talk to people and figure out what to do. Those games are great, but they're meant to be there's, you know, slow rolls like Horizon Zero Dawn 1. You start playing, you're a kid. There's a huge tutorial. It's just crazy. Like there's so much um, uh, before you're let loose into the world to kind of do what you want, right? Uh, levels of tutorial, like um, challenges, story bits. Uh, it's very, very handholdy. In Elden Ring, it's kind of like, I just imagine it being in that that place where I was demoing the games. I, I truly do feel somebody could play it for 11 minutes, run off in a direction, have some sort of adventure, and then somebody else could come in, run off in another direction, and have another sort of adventure. And there's something really cool to be said about that. And that experience allows you to look away from some of the faults of like, you know, there's noted performance issues, graphic stuff, like uh, the fact that it is not for everyone, you know, and and I think that's what I struggle with, Crofton, to be honest. It's, it's a 10 out of 10. Should not a 10 out of 10 be for everyone? Like, I just sort of think about, like, my, my favorite games of all time, and I think, you know, if it was a 10 out of 10, it means that I can give it to anybody and they can just have a good time with it, you know? I, you know, Ryan, I would agree with that. Like, I'm, I'm, I think that's one way of looking at a ten out of ten. I, you know, Forza recently, some outlets gave it a ten out of ten. Still a driving game, though. So, like, a driving game, even the best driving game, is that going to resonate with somebody that just does not like driving games? Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know the answer to it. It's just that three D action games, action adventure, we have kind of like uniformly agreed that those are for everyone. And I, I, I guess I just felt that um, in the case of Elden Ring, most of these ten, to ten out of ten reviewers, like if you if you cornered them and said, "Is this like for for my friend who gets frustrated easily and has ADHD?" The answer is likely not, you know. And I think that if you go in in with that, it's hard, right? Because of the the buzz. Oh, I know. I tell you, it's driving me nuts. And and I get that. I get that. Like, everybody's talking about it. But, uh, you know, you just have to, you just have to, like, wait until it's on sale or something. And this is the thing with From Software games. I don't know if they go on sale. I don't know if this will be on Game Pass. Hey, did you see Guardians was coming to Game Pass? Yeah, I'm I'm glad I held off on that. I've had good luck. It was the same with Legendary Edition. I didn't I didn't get it because it's coming to Game Pass, uh, or I assumed it would come to Game Pass. I know. I feel like I bought 
both Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy and Mass Effect Legendary Edition. And now they're both on Game Pass, and I just don't feel like I gave them their due, you know? Uh, I, you know, it's frustrating. You win some, you lose some, Ryan. But I think Elden Ring is one of those games that will not end up on Game Pass. Don't quote me on that, but I just, like, a From Software game seems unlikely. And so I didn't feel bad paying full price. But I also felt that I was going to be able to get by that hump. And so if you can't, then, I mean, I would say it's not... It's it's a waste of, you know, in, in Canada, 90 bucks. So we'll talk about it some more. Like I, I part of me wants to go through meticulously my adventure and say, you know, what happened? And then I did this and then I did that. You know, like that's the, the giddiness that the game gives. Uh, but my wife walked by me playing it one time. And she's like, I don't understand how you can play this game. It looks A, like a nightmare and B, it looks super frustrating and she was right on both accounts really um and i think she said similar things about bloodborne and so i mean it's the from softwareness of it all right um but yeah i i i'm keen on this and i can just see like the trend is every night i play it i like it more and more and i find it harder and harder to stop so i feel like i'm going to be talking about this game for a while on the show and i really appreciate you i know you feel like horrible um, and I could have ended up like sitting here talking to myself for 20 minutes, but uh, it, it's way easier talking to you, buddy, about this. So I appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate the thought to maybe, maybe we can have you on the Gamers Inn sometime and you can talk about it, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, again, I'm like, I'm really excited to play it. Uh, but at the same time, I feel like I'm not going to like it. And, uh, it's tough. I feel like I'm the the audience that you're you're talking to right now. You know, like um, if I uh, if I pulled all my thoughts on Elden Ring, then uh, Ryan, Ryan, are you going to be talking about your pool again? Oh, take a drink. All of you doing the pool drinking game? He mentions it. Uh, no, I was going to say if I pool all my thoughts about Elden Ring. Uh, into a podcast. It would be like a five-minute podcast. I've got no real thoughts one way or another about the game. I just think it looks it looks interesting, but it until the reviews came in, it was not something that I ever had as drawing my attention, you know? No, I know, buddy. God, you sound horrible. I'm sorry. I, I hate to say it. Oh, I know. I, I'm, I'm fading. We definitely can't do the... Uh, the diapers this time, but uh, we'll we'll talk about them next time. Well, I I appreciate you at least doing this. So we we have something we can put up on the feed for this week. You know, I was able to share my initial thoughts on Elden Ring. I, I feel bad, like none of my thoughts are 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 anything that anybody else hasn't said on the Zillion podcast at this point. Maybe maybe uh, next time I can think about like what what angle I want to want to put on it uh, if my experience will evolve further. But I will just say. To recap my thoughts, I am the person that did not finish uh, other From Software games, but enjoyed them once he got past the hump a little bit. It's like reading a book. You get through the first 50 pages or so. What's a book? <laughs> I get it. You don't read. I get it. Um, but uh, the uh, first, once you get past the first 50 pages, you get into it. I feel like their games are kind of like this one. That This one is not as bad. And it's, it's easier to get into and you can find the fun pretty quick. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, 
it has a lot of frustration. And for those of you who aren't aware of like the penalties that come with death in the From Software games, you should check those out before you you sign up for this because it's uh you know the 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 term corpse run where you go back to your body that directly comes from from these games and uh, if you don't get back to your body before you're killed again you lose all your xp from that round or whatever what in this game is called ruins it's souls it's whatever in, in these different games it's always called something different but um so that's still there but because it's open world it's just not as bad it's easier to get back to your body i mean everything is not as bad that was frustrating about those games and the things that were awesome about them are even more awesome like the combat which i didn't even spend any time on is is really is really fun i've been playing with a bandit which is kind of i've, I've had like a dagger and a shield and um, i have a bow that that i use for some some range range attacks but arrows are like valuable commodities Anyway, it's uh, it is it is cool. I'll I'll put a pin on it there because it feels like I've just been talking to myself for twenty five minutes, which would be ridiculous. Ah, oh, look, hey, I'm here. I'm listening. I'm just typing at the same time. Come on, buddy. I wouldn't do that to you. Is it coming up on the feed? No, I can't. I can't hear it. I didn't even know you were typing. Oh, I'm not typing. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Oh, geez, buddy, man, you sound horrible. Okay, let's uh, let's put a pin in it here, and uh, maybe we can talk about Elden Ring a little bit more when you feel better, and I hope the family feels better. And uh, do you want me to close the show out for you? Are you gonna? No, no, I'm I'm like I'm hosting. I got this. So uh, if you want to write the show, you can uh, send us an email at dad at uh, oh I I can't remember any of it. Often, oh, <coughs> I feel horrible. Uh, geez, Ryan, look here. I'll save you. It's like just, just follow follow us on Twitter at dat podcast, or follow me at Crofton Steers, or follow Ryan at r Murphy, and you can share your thoughts on Elden Ring. Let us know what you think. Send us some messages on Twitter, and uh, we would love to read your messages on the show. If you are playing Elden Ring. Uh, and uh, you can go to uh, tgistudios.com slash dad for all the episodes of uh, Dungeons and Diapers. And uh, we look forward to coming back to you with a full episode um, probably as early as next week. Once uh, You think you're going to feel better by then, buddy? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I hope so. All right. I'll, I'll take that as a maybe. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Definitely not crafted pretending to be Ryan. The real Ryan Murphy. That's me. All right, we get it, Ryan. You're the real Ryan. Bye.